Welcome back to another episode of Realities May Vary, the podcast where hosts appear and disappear and who knows who's here. But this is a very special episode because, yeah. as we announced last week, sitting in while Cody is on paternity leave, the highly debated paternity leave, <laughs> Craig Collins has returned Whoa. to Realities May. It's like when The Rock comes back. Yeah, Finally, I, Craig Collins is back on right. RMV. Yeah, yeah, I'm thrilled. Uh, this is exciting. <laughs> I have no idea what we're going to talk about. We didn't create a rundown or anything because uh, I am missing Cody, I guess. But I'm ready to go, man. Let's wow. do it. Wow. Now, that's not entirely true. I gave you a whole list of things that I you wanted did. to talk you about. You did. And I, I sort of listened to those. So I yeah, think I'm wow. ready. All right. I'm gonna keep, <laughs> listen, I'm going to keep prepping. That's what I do. I'm okay, a prep good. monster. Good. Everybody knows. That yes, it, they do. That, that's the word on me. Actually, that's true. Actually, I'll, I'll true. say that that's actually like genuinely accurate. Working with a Noonan, you knew he was going to be there hours before uh, some other hosts show up, and he was going to bring a crap ton of topics. Right. 90% of which I will never use. And yet. <laughs> but if, we have them. Right. I have them because I always thought to myself, if at some point I suffer a head injury yeah. or I panic or mm -hmm. whatever, they tell me I have to stay on another three hours, I'm going to have enough stuff to talk about for three hours. Actually, we were talking about that too via text that I forgot the overnight show on that other station at one point was like a six hour thing that you were doing every night for a while or every weekend for a while. There were nights, normally it was about five hours. There were nights when it was six hours and wow. it was, uh, yeah, it was a marathon. And that was with just news at the top and bottom of the hour. And then if we could, cobbled together some PSAs to give ourselves a break for a minute. <laughs> oh, I remember that game too. That game yeah. was extra fun. Is there anything we could do so I could uh, stop yeah. talking for three minutes? <laughs> Please give us two to three minutes of a break. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. something, anything. That was well, awesome. We don't really have anything. Because, you know, <laughs> salespeople, and I love salespeople because, you know, they're always out with the hustle. They right. uh, they don't try to hustle the overnight. No. Because the overnight doesn't mm -hmm. exist. People who listen yeah. overnight don't exist, according to you know, ratings and stations. And I know listeners, there's less people. Yeah. Listeners, listeners say there. they do. Listeners, well, sure, are there. listeners say it. Yeah. But who, you know, do, uh, yeah. does the brass care about listeners? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I, Depends on the station. Not normally it's a, yeah. it's, it's bottom line. It's all business. Uh, I am in, uh, I am in front of a green screen for those watching. Mm -hmm. It won't matter to you if you're listening to this on, uh, and you've downloaded the podcast, but in case people are wondering, I am in front of a green screen because I am on the run. I am right. not, uh, I'm no longer allowed to be in my home. And so I am in an undisclosed location, much yep. like Craig who was in a colorful mm -hmm. bunker somewhere. We right. don't like to let people know where we're, where we're at. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I don't want anybody to find this place. Right. So in honor of Craig, I right. am also in an undisclosed location. That's kind of you. So listen, I want to, yeah. I want you Some to might think we're here. in the same undisclosed place. We are not. They are different oh, places. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. That would have been, yeah. that would have right. been clever. Hello, Cindy. Hello, Gene. <laughs> nice to see you. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, let's start with this big news on the uh, RMV front, because mm -hmm. the reason Craig is here is because Cody is on paternity leave. Mm -hmm. And traditionally, men go on paternity leave. I don't know why they go on paternity leave, because they didn't have the baby. But that's that's neither here nor here. <laughs> uh, I have this argument. Well, uh -oh. I, uh -oh. No, no, no. I'm all no, for them it. taking it, it if they get yeah. it. Yeah. I just don't quite understand it. Right. That Bond doesn't mean I'm against time. it. No, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't judge you for being against it. Bond with the baby time is what it is, right? That's yes, and and I guess to help out the uh, the person who had mom. the baby because they're mm -hmm. kind of beat up. The moms are, you know, sure. they sure. just shot a baby out of their body. That can't it. be that can't be fun no. or easy. No. So 
I understand the concept. So anyway, Cody's on paternity leave, which means, yes, his wife did, in fact, deliver a human baby. Um, mm-hmm. I think he I think he told us what they were going to have. I don't think that's spilling the beans. No, the I think the sex of the child is public. OK, then they had a they did have a little girl. Uh, they named it none of your business because I'm not going to tell you. That's up to Cody. <laughs> yes. right. uh, we haven't even said his son's name, and his son is two and a half. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's true. So uh, they had a little girl. Uh, everything is wonderful. They, uh, I was right there when it happened uh, because Cody, again, like at the first child, did not have coffee and tapped out. And so I took over. And uh, it was awkward at first for his wife wow. as yeah. I was down there with a catcher's mitt and a snorkel. But yeah, well. um, – <laughs> it worked out fine. Everything is great. I got to be I, honest. The catcher's mitt part of that joke is great, but the snorkel part of that joke makes it special. That sets it apart. It Any does. hack can do a catcher's mitt joke. Uh, everybody can, right. Yeah, but the, the imagery of why you need the snorkel uh, is just something I else. I don't know why. I, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe because I wanted I wanted clean air from above the yeah. table. I right. wanted, It was a it's really long snorkel. Yeah. So I want I just one guy to show up to one birth wearing a snorkel and see how the doctors respond to that. Sir, yeah. why is that on? The doctors, it, the I'll, having been in a delivery room once, doctors mm-hmm. don't care. They're busy with other things. The <laughs> nurses the yeah. nurses pay attention. Gotcha. Um, you know, like the nurse was worried that I was going to drop. Mm-hmm. And Did you? Know, you? So, no, no, I stayed. Okay. I stayed nice. upright. Nice. Uh, peeking over the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyway, so Cody has a daughter and and a son, and I did get pictures. You know, uh, I've talked about his son and my ad, uh, my affinity for his son and how mm-hmm. his son is fixated on trucks. Mm-hmm. Kid loves trucks. Trucks are great. Cody sends me a picture of his son putting trucks on the baby's little bouncy chair as like an offering. Aww. And I was like, that's a kid who knows branding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Trucks are half, important. His truck, his brand is trucks, and he was uh-huh. passing it on to his little sister. Did you like anything like that when you were a little kid? Were you like a truck or a car guy? I had a lot of Hot Wheels, so I guess nice. I was a car guy. Yeah. Um, I loved cars as a kid. I wish I knew how to fix really? them now. You would have thought that I was definitely going to be fixing those. Well, back in the day, remember, it was easier to fix a car. I mean, you no, still had to be so. skilled. Well, you no. still had to have a lot of skill, but you didn't need a computer technology. You didn't need a computer <laughs> degree to fix a car back then. I used Fair to enough. get my car started with a popsicle stick in the carburetor. I had a car that could start with a popsicle stick as well. Yes. See? Yeah. So in that way, like now, I couldn't go out. I wouldn't. There's nowhere to put a popsicle stick in my engine. Oh, there's still. I can still put one in my 96 Jeep. You can still put one anywhere. Can you really? Yeah, my my 2013 Hyundai does not have. Oh, uh, look at you! Wow. Yeah, te- yeah I'm driving a 10 year old car. <laughs> wow, that's amazing! <laughs> your brand new car you got. That's right. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a, I, I'm guessing there's still a no. There's not a carburetor anymore. It's fuel injected, right? Oh uh, yeah, I have a fuel yeah. sending unit. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, no. So were you able to? Did you ever do any of that stuff to a car? Did you like change the brakes or change the oil or? Right now, um, we have decided that my 96 Jeep is too old to pay for any additional repairs by yes. human beings that are not me. It's just too old for it. Uh, outside of like, say, I try to brake and the brakes don't work. I will bring that into the shop. <laughs> but I am, I'm now done. And so I bought the big giant manual. And my wife loves this. I just like sit and read the manual. And then I go out to the car without the manual. And then I just look at the car. And then I go back inside and read more of the manual. And so eventually, I'm going to be fixing things. But I'm in like the the guy who's looking in the ditch phase. I'm okay. just looking at the ditch. No one's repairing it yet. All right. Now, right. what 
do you think that you will be able to tackle something from that giant manual? If yeah. say, yeah, I think so. Spark plugs. Could you, you think you could do spark? I plugs? could do spark plugs. I, I feel like I could do those. Um, you got to get I've that special ratchet. Yeah, I got to get a special. I got to get special tools for a lot of the stuff. The yeah. thing I need to change right now uh, feels like it's a little bit more um, difficult. Uh, so I'm. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to rebuild the engine. I'm pretty excited about that. I can't wait to come to your house and see no. the giant crane that lifts the engine yeah. out of the car. Oh, your, no. your 18 story strap, a uh, snap on tool set. I love the fact that you asked about how I'm going to prop the car up because that is important. And it's oh, yeah. my O2 sensors that I need to replace. And I got to get okay. like a special tool to get them out. Um, I, I bought something on Amazon that swears it's safe. Like <laughs> Amazon says, this is very safe. But when I, when I got it, it's really just like a piece of plastic that you drive the car up like a little plastic ramp. And I'm not sure it's safe, but I do use it. And I drive the car up on it and I just leave it on the ramp. And then I get under the car and I look and then I go back inside. <laughs> I'm at the look phase, man. I want to see if I can identify Wait, you, the parts. You went under, you trusted yeah. that plastic ramp? Yeah. Yes, it did. It's under on Amazon. Car. It's got, it's got like 75 reviews and four and a half stars. It's only yes, one but guy how squished. many of those were from the guy that invented this ramp? <laughs> I don't know. But it was the, it was like 150 bucks for a ramp that ramps like you just drive on it. So I, I wish, feel good about it. I wish we could hear from a professional mechanic <laughs> on their take on this. I do not uh, want to hear from a professional mechanic. No, no. because not, I also don't want to hear the screams when your chest is squished. crushed by your Honda. Yeah. yeah, I would get, well, it's not a Honda. It's, it's a Jeep, Jeep but rather, I, I would Jeep, get, rather. I would get squished. Um, and that's fine. I don't know. But so I'm, does I'm the ready. whole front end go How, What stops it from rolling? Just, back? The, just the front end. Yeah. You got to put the parking brake and stuff on. No, it's just all the stuff that you'd hope would stop it normally, I guess. Uh, it's a four-wheel wow. drive vehicle, so I think it's I think it's locked in when I put the stuff on. I don't know. It doesn't oh move. Goodness. It stays, and I'm under it, and I look at it, and that's been good so far. So wow. most of the good way there. You. Yeah, thank you, sir. Until a stiff breeze comes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm screwed, yeah. No, I love, I love doing that as part of, like, I'm not going to be on vacation the next few days. I'm sure at some point I'll prop the car up and just look at it for a bit because I feel... <laughs> mechanical i just don't do anything now i, feel I have to i have to ask because your driveway is pretty steep do you pull mm -hmm. it all the way up to the oh, back yeah. to the flat part or are you or are you the guy who's out on the street no that would be cool maybe i do that during vacation um i'm in the garage oh, i drive okay. it all the way into like be half inside the garage oh man and then that i'm in there nobody yeah. will be able to hear you that's right yeah no hollering. i would just be gone oh it would be hours before anybody found me because your wife is probably like, thank God he's out in the garage. Honestly, yeah, with the car. go ahead again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you in a few hours, honey. She does think I should take the manual to the garage, but she doesn't get it. I have a, a chair. It's like a reclining chair in our living room. So I sit in the chair and read the book. And then I go out to the car and look at the car. But I don't want to do them at the same time. They're different things. They're different steps. But <laughs> what if you are you going to uh, run back into the house each time you have no. a, a question? No, I'm, I'm only going to repair the car when I can remember all the repair pieces without the book. When I'm off book is when I'm going to start repairing. You realize there's people who train their whole lives for that and still look up a, a, in a manual. I haven't actually fixed anything yet. So I, That's I'm, true. I'm all right, realizing enough. that all the time. Yeah, fair enough. I, uh, yeah, I, I've changed spark plugs, but these nice. are again on old cars, right? Old cars. Yeah. Uh, mine's old. So maybe that's, maybe that's why I feel like I could yeah. do it. Well, that's, you, you brought up a good point. There's a, there's a point where you stop putting money into a car. Um, and I made that mistake um, one too many times and way too much money. The last big car? repair. Yeah. The last big repair on the 96 Jeep was way too much. And so, yeah, it, it had to be done at that point.
I think I remember that because you were debating getting rid of it. Yeah. Right? I should have got rid of it. But I love it. So really, I don't know. What attaches you that much? Because I've had I've had numerous cars in my life. They mm -hmm. all did a nice job. Some of them I liked more than others, sure. uh, I guess. But it, when it finally came time to let them go, I didn't have, you know, an Any emotional attachment. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like I want to make a joke where I hold up the wrong amount of fingers and say, like, it's just two reasons. But there, there are <laughs> several reasons that I, I love the car. The first one is the type of car it is. A 96 Jeep with four-wheel drive when it's snowing feels like a tank. Anyone that's yeah. driven that exact vehicle I don't know if they make cars quite like that anymore. Like the power of it, the the ability to get around, even with all the rust and brokenness of it, it's still, it still to me feels uniquely different uh, than a car. And my wife has a newer vehicle and it just doesn't feel the same. Uh, and then I guess just beyond that, the other thing that attaches me to it is we've been through a lot of things together, the car and I, you know, I feel like okay. at this point, um, at this point, we got to see it to the end. And actually, I was saying this on my radio well, show today. Whose end? Your end or the car's end? Well, we, well I don't know. Whoever goes first. Um, I, <laughs> I think I the plastic saying, ramp will, will decide well, who goes right. first. <laughs> uh, I was saying it on the radio show today that I think it might be valuable when I'm sure it's dead to drive it as far as I can. Just like take it on the road trip and see when it's done. No highways. It would all be like off-road stuff. Okay. Uh, not like truly off-road. Um, and then just see how far I can go. Then what are you going to do? Pop trip. off the plates, pry out the serial number, and just leave it, or set it torch on fire? it? Yeah, just light it on fire. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Something. I don't know what I'd do. The point where I, like I have to, to tow it all the way back home. I no, want to just drive, just me in the car into the sunset. Yeah, do a Viking funeral. Just set it on fire somewhere, and then push Amen. it off a bridge. Oh yeah, yeah. Dry, I'll try to drive it to one of the oceans so I can just drive it into the ocean. Oh, that would be great. This is sounding very romantic. It would sounds amazing, and it's got so many holes in the bottom. It would sink fast. There would be I, no amount. I had a car that had holes in the bottom and I had pieces of plywood like under the pedals. <laughs> so I had yes! pieces See, of paneling under the right. pedals and under the, mm -hmm. and in the back seat, it was an old station wagon. My parents had bought it brand new. It was nice. 88, I think. And nice. after they, after it was pretty much done, they're like, mm -hmm. well, you can have it with no regard for my safety. Yeah. It was fine. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. I like that you say that every car I've had has been a car like that for the most part. I think I've only bought one car in my own life that was really within a, a few years of, of, you know, five, six years old. Um, okay. and I bought it from a friend, uh, but every other car in my life has been a hand me down. No one else wants this vehicle situation. And I, I just like that. I like the oldness of the cars I've had. So I don't, I don't feel like I'll be happy whenever I move on to a regular vehicle like other people. Gonna, this is the last old one, though. I'm going to say I think you will be. There's I don't some, think I've so. bought in my life. I bought two brand new cars. Mm -hmm. uh, brand new, brand new, brand new, brand spanking off the wow. lot. New, the one I'm driving okay. now that's now ten years old, uh -huh. and I bought an uh, an '88 Cavalier. All right, brand new, stick yeah. shift, uh, the cheapest Everything. one you could get, but it was brand new. Yeah, and. It was, there's, there's a feeling about, and I know all about the, oh, the devaluate, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Right. You pull out of somewhere with a new car or even a car that's like a couple years old. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, um, this is so cool. I got a family member that's leasing a car right now uh, and was trying to convince me how leasing is better than buying. And I, I don't know if I understood all that. Um, and I guess there's some, <laughs> there, I guess there's some argument to it depending there's on people who, yeah. Well, depending on how much value, like cars have seen an increase in value for used cars recently. Yes. So there's a chance it could be worth more than when you agree to it. And then I, I guess that's how you make money. 
Right. Uh, but he he does love driving around in a practically new, like a 2022 yeah. car. Um, and I get that, but he doesn't own it. It's not actually his. He's right. making a payment on a thing he doesn't actually own. Well, so I, yeah. I don't know. For most people yeah. who buy a car, it's not yours for a while. Mine are now, right. you know. If I still if I that's still own the bank now that's, after 10 years, it'd be sad. Yeah, my house isn't even mine, is it? Mine. Yeah, nothing's yours. <laughs> All right, good talk. Nothing is really ours. Fun. Well, Hello, Dorothy, Dorothy uh, watching from Tennessee. Woo! Her son Steve was here last week uh, joining us. And then we've got nice. uh, Eric is in Maine enjoying nice. the program. So welcome wow. to everybody. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, yeah, there's I love it. I But that station wagon, it's it sounds like your Jeep. People would get in it and they were like, how are you driving this? What's going yeah. on? But yeah. I will say that station wagon, I had a lot of romantic entanglements in that car. <laughs> it was roomy, if you know uh -huh. what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's roomy. that's not. Bench right. seat. You know I what that. I mean. I'm, yeah. I'm following. Uh, yeah. My car had an electrical issue that I couldn't figure out for a while. <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about this before. No. So I eventually just started pulling out uh, all of the different spark plugs until I got to whatever the one was. <laughs> uh, or the fuses, excuse the me, fuses? the fuse box. Yeah, I pulled the fuses out. And I figured out which one it was. Unfortunately, it powers most of the car. Like it oh. doesn't power the movement of the vehicle or the lights. Those all still work, but pretty much everything else. So even though my radio would work if I put the fuse back in, yeah. I have a little like Bluetooth speaker in the car. It's as bad. Uh, the, the air conditioning doesn't work. Like it's not in a great spot, but the car and I love each other. We're just, we're in this for the long haul. I think you yeah. sound like my mom. The car loves yeah. me. I it love does. the car. That that car would be heartbroken if I gave it up. I know it would. It would look but, at me so sad as I drove away from whatever place I was leaving it at. I can't do that to the vehicle. You are sounding more like my mom every second. She <laughs> drives a well, she shouldn't be right. driving anyway. I'm coming right, right out and saying it. She shouldn't be driving. Sure. But she has an old Ford Escape. Oh, I don't know nice. how old, but it's real old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To the point where she was still taking it to the dealer for like maintenance and stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? The, car, the car's That's leaking. Awesome. The car's leaking like a sieve. Yeah. Uh, so finally she started going, there's, there's certain, when you get a car of a certain age and you probably have a guy like, or you did before you became, you know, uh, the guy before you became your own mechanic. Yeah. There's mechanics that, that you trust that deal with old cars that know, all right, this is, this is an okay repair to do money wise. Yeah. This is a waste of time. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I don't want to out where it was. It's not my mechanic now, but one of the places I was living in recently had a mechanic who was even better than that. He would say, this is a repair we can do the right way or the cheap way. And I was like, well, how risky is the cheap way? It's like the cheap way is not that risky, but it's, riskier, risky. Than, it's riskier than the right way. I don't know if you're okay with it. I'm like, what would you do if it was your car? He's got, I go the cheap way. And so he kept fixing my car. And I don't know which things are the cheap way, but some of it in there is not the right way. Well, that's I. My mom had dropped her car off last Tuesday, and I went out to her house. And so they call it's cars ready. Okay, I drive her over to get the car. Uh, my aunt had dropped her off, but I go in with her, and the guy sees me and all. And I I used to when I lived out there, I used to take my car to this place. It was a different owner, but same garage. Nice. Yeah. And I walked in, and I'm like, "How's it going?" He goes, "Listen, um, this thing's leaking." in a lot of spots uh she's only driven at 47 miles since she brought it in last time i'm not chasing money on this car he goes i looked at some stuff yeah. i cleaned off the oil on the bottom yeah but be fine. yeah he goes i think i think he charged like 18 dollars it was that's awesome that's like awesome something ridiculous he goes right. i can't I, I can't try to make money on this car there's right yeah it's just, it just feels you know. wrong good yeah. 
So, yeah. you know, and then she drove it, put it back in the garage, and hopefully she doesn't drive it. <laughs> drive it well, good. I'm glad that she understands what I'm going through. So I, I have sentimental yes, I should, You two should get, maybe you two should do a podcast. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. About how you uh, put human feelings on mechanical objects. <laughs> that might be fun. My wife calls my car grandpa. I think she started it. Okay. And and grandpa has typical ailments, I guess, of someone who's who's aging. Um, every single one of his ailments is defined as like a real medical condition. Uh, he forgets how much gas is in it. So we say that's like early onset Alzheimer's okay. that grandpa has. There's a bunch of things that are are struggling. Um, uh, he shakes sometimes. It's called a death wobble. So I guess that's a little bit of, you know, like yeah. the way it's just a wobbly thing. So I, I think that's why we talk about my car as if it's a human. So well, I'm I'm teasing you, but I have all, I have <laughs> driven every car I had yeah. into the ground. My Cavalier that <laughs> See, I told you about, yes. my Cavalier had 250,000 miles on the original transmission when nice. I finally couldn't drive it anymore. Nice. I had gone to the junkyard and bought a new seat to replace the driver's seat. Yes. I had the station wagon that had no floors, and I yeah. drove it until, you know, one night I'm driving, all the lights go out, and the horn starts blowing. <laughs> I was driving from my parents' house up to the northwest side to see my girlfriend, <laughs> I'm in the middle of the of 294 with no lights and my horn blowing. <laughs> I haven't I had that yet. I can't wait was, for that moment. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. That's, that's a good one. Be a fun one. Uh, well, my, my had, favorite one, by the way, I'll go. Go ahead. Yes, no, go ahead. Well, my favorite one is everybody that's had an old car tells me about that story where their brake stopped working mid-drive. And I love when people describe that to me because that sounds terrifying. And every person who's been in a situation like that, and I've had multiple people tell me, tell me oh, they have, geez. is like, you don't know how or when you're going to stop this vehicle. You're just hoping it coasts to an inevitable stop when you need oh. it to. And like, that would be, that would be bad. Uh, but everybody tells me with a smile on their face, oh. like, yeah, that well, time yeah, that my brakes just stopped working. Those are the people that survived. You're not talking right. to the ones where it didn't, uh, didn't go well. That's a good no, point. I never Thanks had the brakes go out. I had wow. things just stop. What if I get like, like an, car just stop. What if I get like an old boat anchor? Just and leave it in the back of the car just in case. Like if the brakes do stop, I just throw it out the window. Listen, you're big on manuals. Maybe you can figure out a parachute. <laughs> you know, oh, like yeah. one of those drag oh. racers. Oh, and it just man. comes out like you're you're the snake per dome. Right. And How cool poof. would that be if I had a parachute on the back of my 96 Jeep Cherokee? I would just love to case. see it have to be done at every stoplight. So oh, then yeah. you got to get out. You got to repack. <laughs> After, as soon as you stop, you got to repack yeah. quick. And get the I got to contemplate if I'm going to stop at lights or just blow through them. Right. I don't want to pack this parachute again, guys. Exactly. If you're in a school zone, you just leave it out because it creates drag and you can't go over 20. Uh, Ken sends a message where we were driving an old work van. All of a sudden, the hood flew up uh, far back enough. It smacked and cracked the whole windshield. Uh, my, my tailpipe fell off. Uh, that's something that happened about a year ago. Uh, I was just driving the car on the highway with Betty behind me. And I just heard clink, 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 clink. And as I looked back in the rear view, I saw Betty swerve. And so the tailpipe was just, it was just gone. So, How awful would you have felt if your car final oh, destination your wife? Right. Well, no. And if it had damaged our way better car, it would have felt horrible. She's, she's got. Yeah, but um, if that pipe had gone through the windshield and just impaled her on her leather upholstery. Yeah. See that, that feels like that wasn't what was going to happen. It was bouncing mm -hmm. low. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we but had a, uh, I was, I was a kid. I'm in the car with my mom. And you know those uh, the caps that people put on their pickup trucks on the yeah. back, the fiberglass caps? I guess somebody had just decided to duct tape theirs on because it flew wow. off. 
and it wow. bounced right into our, right into the front end and then up to the wow. windshield. And we were like, huh? Oh, and this was before kids wore seatbelts. You know, we had metal okay. dashboards and no seatbelts. So, <laughs> yeah, so things were terrifying then. It was all a thrill ride. My yeah. entire childhood was like, uh, you know, Space Mountain. Do you think that we're missing that? Do you think kids should be more afraid for their lives occasionally? Like not kids all are, the time. Kids are never afraid for their lives. They're not afraid of anything. I, no. I watch, I'm not trying to overly rant to turn this to anything else, but I watch kids in grocery stores scream at their parents, their young parents around my age. Uh, well, maybe that's not young anymore. Younger than me. Um, <laughs> I watch them like yell at them. And I'm like, what? how is this happening? How are we getting to a point where the kid is afraid of nothing? Like, Nothing. I feel like if I walked up to the situation, the kid would tell me to leave them alone. Not the adult. The kid would be like, uh, excuse me, sir. We're handling this between us. Yeah, this is our business. Why don't you go right. pound sand, old man? <laughs> Please, you. No, we talk about that at school all the time because kids are, you know, kids really are not afraid. Of anything. And I'll tell you why, Craig, there's no consequences anymore. <laughs> Nobody has a consequence. Kids get to do whatever the hell they want. They do whatever wild. they want. Whatever they, whatever they want. Uh -huh. It's nuts. I know. Right, so you got to get a new car. Are you going to park okay. one outside the uh, the house with a big bow on top of it? Is Betty getting no. you one for Christmas? Oh man, if she got me one for Christmas, mixed emotions. But I, I don't think I don't think she'll be getting me one. Um, <laughs> I, maybe we just put the the big giant ribbon on my car, my current vehicle. I joked with Debbie that I'm going to get one of those giant bows and just put it on a matchbox out front. <laughs> we'll leave a little key ring, wrap up a little yeah. key ring. She'll get yeah. all excited, yeah. and then she'll go out front, and there'll be like the red baron. On the at sidewalk least, with a bow on it. At least do like a power wheel, man. Like, don't go full toy car. What's a power wheel? You don't know what a power wheel is? No. Pow, pow, power wheel. You don't know what that is? You can sing it all you want. It's not going to, I'm not was, suddenly going to go, the, hey, it's yeah. It's the car on. that the kids, the kid drove. Like little kids. It's the little like uh, battery like power. big wheel, you mean? It's a power wheel. It's called a power wheel. Right, I'm looking it up. Relax. Don't get mad at me. Oh, it's like a, um, yeah. Like, a, yes. a, what do you call it? Battery operated Fisher Price, car. Fisher Price Power. Do you need me to play you the theme song? I'm going to find a commercial for the Power right. I'm uh, looking, How do you uh, not know? Was this not was a thing here? It wasn't a thing when I was a kid. I'm old. We were lucky yeah, that the you, family you had, had a real car. You had a child at some point. They had she never had a power wheel. We Why didn't, not? Because uh, we're horrible parents. <laughs> It's been talked about in uh, Molly's therapy session for years. We're doing okay, good. Are you now, my, gra my, my grandma, my mom did buy those, some of those for my nieces, uh, I remember. Because now okay. my brother is strapped with like three of these power wheels in his garage. He doesn't know what to do with them? No, because the kid, well, the, you know, the kids right. will drive them in the spring, but they're convertibles. It's not a winter vehicle. <laughs> I know I can't do the video, but I can do the audio at least. There's nothing like a Jeep. Tough and rugged, wide and mean. A hill climbing, low toting driving machine. And yeah. here's the latest Jeep to hit the scene. The newest member of the Power Wheels team. The Power Wheels. Power Wheels. Power Wheels. Power Wheels. Power Wheels. Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get copyrighted for that? By the way, I don't know. We might. Okay. All right. We're gonna find out when we when I that, try to publish. That's, that's from my childhood. Pow, pow, Power Wheels. Pow, pow, uh, power Wheels. Yeah, right. I had like a, a third hand. Power, just like my real cars in my life, my power <laughs> wheel was, was passed down a couple times. See, it makes much more sense to me to pass down a power wheel because that's, I, you know, I'm looking, some of these are up to a thousand dollars. Power um, wheels? Yeah, the two seater, 24 volt, four by four electric ride on Jeep style. I remember the time when a power wheel was nowhere near that expensive. Target, Man. you get a Mercedes Benz one for 229 They got a Huffy electric ride Ford F 150 for a 199 no one ninety one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you got to look for the sales. Best yeah. choice products: uh, ride on truck car, 
just some off brand on Amazon for 199. I can't bucks. believe this is 80s, 90s. That was a popular commercial. Can't yeah, believe you've was, never even heard of it. No, I did that. I wasn't no. paying attention back then. Thankfully, Molly didn't want a pow pow power wheel. Well, she was wrong. She would have loved one. She may have. She had. She did have a battery operated scooter, uh, like uh, a Vespa. That, oh, she's uh, young. She's younger than I am. Yeah, I'm she's old much now. younger than you are. She's I don't like younger. feeling old. That's a new thing. I feel well, all you're the time. with me today, so now you can feel younger <laughs> for a little <laughs> that while. That doesn't work the same as it used to. No. When you when you pay, yeah, I think like when no, you, now you, you have skip. a mortgage and you're debating buying a new car and you have a right. job. Right. You're, old. you're an old man. Now, and when like references that you make, when people look at you like, I've never even heard of that before. And it's both directions. You do it to me and then young <laughs> kids do it to me. It's just not, it's not as fun as it used to be, you know? Yeah. And I, I see the smile of the younger person when they feel like it's being pointed out that they're young. They're always happy about it. No one's sad that they don't know that thing because they're younger than you. Right. And I get mad at that happiness. <laughs> it infuriates me now, <laughs> which that actually makes me feel old too. Listen, you get to a point where it, does, it just doesn't matter anymore. All right. All right. Hey, look, look what I learned today. I learned about Power Wheels. I'm all, I'm all giddy with my new yeah. knowledge. I yeah. can't believe it. You're uh, welcome. But you're, oh, thank you. Uh, but to your point about having a third, third hand Power Wheel, mm -hmm. those kids, those, you, you can only ride them for a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah. The battery then, barely worked. Right. But then they're, then you outgrow them. So what are you going to do? You drive it off a, of, you know, you, you know what you should do. You should tow it with your Jeep and put send both of them off the cliff. I should. You're right. I should put it like on the top of the Jeep or something yep. and then just drive them both. That what is that great. guy doing? Why is he driving <laughs> a beat up Jeep with a pink Jeep on top of okay. the Jeep? Hold on. I have a topic. Do you want to do another topic? I have one uh, about ahead. what's that guy doing. All right. I feel like it's in that same vein. So I've been reading a lot of stuff about working out. My wife has been asking me to go to the gym with her recently. Oh. It's that time of year. We go to the gym. We'll probably stop going sometime in January. I Makes think but like, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I've been reading how to like do the most effective workouts and everything I find says do stuff backwards. There's even an article out today about walking backwards and how great that is for your physical and mental health. Uh, if that's the way you did it, I just couldn't imagine seeing someone like walk backward through my neighborhood, but like I go to the gym and instead of doing like a bench or an arm curl this way, I do backwards. Everything is backwards. And it does make you feel tired and you do less total weight. And I don't know, uh, they're saying that there's benefit to it. They are telling me, so I'm doing it. But wait, Everything. if you're doing, if I, you're I do doing the bench the press curl, backwards, I do but, all of it backwards. Yeah, but it's the same motion. No, no, no. Uh, but, but you don't. So if you did it the normal way, you let it down pretty quickly. I let it down very slowly. Very and then slow. I try to pick it up very quickly and then let it down very slowly again. I'm focusing on the opposite direction of every single thing I've ever done in my entire life in the gym. All right. I'm going to give you that for weights, it makes sense. Okay. Uh, I don't know where people walk that they don't have to see the cracks and bumps in the sidewalk. <laughs> I don't know what kind of smooth uh, surface that uh, maybe in Peoria, all the sidewalks are perfectly level. So um, the, the Not experts here. are saying that one of the benefits of walking backwards is that it helps strengthen your mind and your coordination by having to pay attention to those kind of things in a different way. You can't but just How do walk. you see them? Well, I, I guess I guess you do this. I get are you are you doing this the whole time? I don't know. You're doing something. Listen, I'm gonna be sexist here for a minute and hack. But if you can't turn your neck to see the toilet seat up, how are you gonna turn your neck to see a crack in a sidewalk? <laughs> can't me. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I don't have an of answer. Of course, because question. there is no answer. Right. Yeah. Right. 
I, yeah. The weights, I, I've heard that you where you go down slow and you you know mm -hmm. come up. I, I've heard of, I've heard of that. That makes everybody sense. looks at me like I'm crazy. Like to to connect the dots to the thing you were saying a second ago. When I go to the gym and do all my workouts backwards as a guy that's not in amazing shape, people look at me like I'm confused. Like everyone looks at me like <laughs> I don't know how to be in the gym. And I was just thinking about it. There's like a little uh, track um, somewhere near my house too. What if I just walked it backwards? Like That'd how would people react to that? Yeah. It depends. Are you wearing your clothes backwards like crisscross? <laughs> there's a, there's a reference the for all the, the old kids. I got, That's I got the crisscross. Young and old, the crisscross reference. Yeah, I know you did. That's why I laid it down. So hey, you welcome. pick it up. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. That no, would, there's, there's a that lot would be out hilarious. there. Mm -hmm. All right. So well, are you going to try the walking backwards? I've tried everything else. Has anybody, well. has like a trainer approach you thinking that they're going to make a fortune because you don't no. know what you're doing in the gym? No, I, I go to the Planet Fitness, so we barely have what I think uh, constitutes as trainers there. Uh, but no, I feel like if I was anywhere other, any other gym, yeah, sure. Someone will walk up and be like, man, oh man, you need help. See, I keep getting emails now because once COVID hit, I canceled my gym membership. Gotcha. And now I'm getting all the emails begging me to come back. And Are I'm you like, going to? I don't know. The gym was so disgusting. It was like it's I was weird... working out in a prison yard. It's a weird experience, the gym in general, you know, because you always yeah. have the people, no matter when you go, I can't find the sweet spot time to go where there's not at Me least either. one absolutely jacked person. No, I don't mean just crowd. Like there's a lot of crowds now, but there's always one ridiculously jacked individual there. And it just defeats me the entire time. Cause like I'll watch that dude or sometimes it's even a, a woman who's yeah, just yeah, like crushing it. Ladies. But I watch them like lift 7,000 more pounds than I can lift. And then I just feel, you know, immediately emasculated and I should leave. No, but here's what you need to know. They have never left that gym. They don't know what it's like outside in the world. They don't, they've never been to the grocery store. No, they don't right. drive a car. They nope. stay at the gym. That's, right. that's what All they the do. And yeah. they look in the mirror yeah. and they get swole and that's mm -hmm. beautiful. There was a there was a ridiculously and they ripped use couple. All the free weights. They have there, all the free weights by them. Th there was a ridiculously ripped couple last night that Ooh. we were there just talking to each other. And they, I think they were speaking in Spanish. I didn't get close enough to really eavesdrop because that would have felt creepy. You were afraid of them. Well, I well, you a little bit, but they were like both in incredible shape. And I was just thinking to myself, like, how does that? Did they meet at the gym? Did they just tell each other we're going to work out together? Like, what? How did this go? Uh, to find they were the two most fit people in the gym, and they were together. Why haven't you uh, had them on the program? To talk, I don't know. To I should have them on. It. Oh, and actually, can I ask you one other thing about gyms? We're talking about that. You want. Okay. Yeah. Thank, thank you, sir. So thank you very we're much. Here for about, we're here for a little time. You're, you're I, I intend to ask permission for everything that I do throughout Boy, the remainder of the evening. But go All ahead. Right, um, so there was a woman, also a very uh, in shape lady, um, who can I, sat. Can I sidebar? Yeah. I love those muscles. I know some people don't like uh, big ripped women. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. This, this woman was not ripped like this. This she's one was, fit. she's very, I would, I would say she's very attractive. Uh, however, I pretended to not notice her at all uh, because the way the gym works is all the, um, all the running machines, all the treadmills and everything else, ellipticals and whatnot. They're off to my left and Betty uses them. So she mm -hmm. makes consistent eye contact with me the entire time I'm working on the <laughs> working at the, like the machines in front of her. So I have like, if anyone remotely attractive walks by, I immediately do the, like, I just saw a fly fly over my head. Uh, Cause I don't want to get, I don't want to get caught. And not that it's like, I don't think she'd care that much, but I, I don't know. I'm just aware that the missus is making direct eye contact. Well, somehow me. you saw this woman. Well, so here's, peripheral? here's what happened. You're going peripheral. Well, so I'm, I'm doing um, a pull down machine. And okay. uh, she sits down at one of the bench presses 
and she puts weights on the the barbell and I think she's just going to like bench, I guess. Uh, and then she does not do that. And so I'm very confused at the thing she did. She pushed the bench over to the side, got down on like the side of it, put the barbell with weights on her hips and just thrust oh, it up into thrusty. the air. Yeah. Thrust. <laughs> Working the glutes. Well, yeah, but like I've seen somebody do a variation of that, I guess before, but this one had like the barbell and everything. Yeah. And she, it was, it was, I don't know what I'm supposed to think at that moment. You know what and- you're supposed to think. You just don't want to think it. You don't know how to admit that you're thinking it. I got to be honest, man. Like, is that a valuable workout? Is she really getting um, uh, an exercise she can't do on some other machine a different way instead of thrusting the sky around I have a collection seen, of dudes? I have seen that exercise numerous times, so I believe it is right. legit. It All wasn't right. her going, look it, look it. There's a little little camel for you. Come on. Here's, here's a little something for you. <laughs> That's that's not what she, she's. That's a legit exercise. How can there not be another way to do that other than that way? I don't think you can work your your <laughs> hip. And I'm I'm thrusting my butt uh, right now. You can't yeah. see it, but I am. I don't think you can do that. There's a machine. Way. There's a machine where you like you do the. Yeah, but then she'd know. be all strapped in, and it'd be a whole other thing that you were thinking about getting her all tied up and butt thrusting. I just crazy. I also was kind of thinking about like the the confidence of a said young lady. Uh, to yes. be at a gym around a bunch of dudes and just right in the middle of all the dudes doing that specific exercise. Um, that there's a certain level of confidence, I would assume that that is important there. And, and I, I agree with you. And I, I also think it's a, a level of, Hey, screw you. I'm here to work out. I don't care what right. you think. Right. You know? No, again, I, I just feel like there's gotta be a less attention grabbing way to, to work those same muscles. I hope not. I re- I pray to God that that's the that the big only uh, way. hip thrust is the only way. Yeah, yeah and as, as I'm pulling, as I'm pulling down, as I'm pulling down my machine, and every time she's doing it, and I'm thinking about Betty being right to my left, I was I was everywhere, man. That's not. I was no, you're not focusing. What you got to do is get that thousand yard stare, even though you're staring at her, <laughs> and make it. It looks kind of like you're staring, but then anybody right. who looks at you, you go, that guy's just intensely working out. Yeah, he's not paying he's, attention. He's not that, looking at anything. You know, specific that. That, yeah, he's not looking at that woman throwing her pelvis in the sky. That's not. That's not what he's up to at all. He's, he's doing some lat pulls. Right. Do we know what that's called? That exercise? Does it have a name? Uh, the hip thrust. I have a lot of names for it, um, <laughs> but I don't. Uh, let's see. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up. Um, but yes, I've seen it because I. I see. Um, yeah. I see, like on Instagram, there's some, uh, you know, fitness oh, yeah, uh, fitness people that I found. Now here it is. Best exercise for the glutes. First thing, it's a video of a woman doing the exact same thing you're talking about. Yeah, the barbell hip thrust. I found yes. another video too. Yeah. Is it is it a blonde woman with a little bit of a uh, an interesting face? She's making. Yeah, she's she. It looks like she's got like a mat over you know over her lap that the barbell's okay. sitting on. All right. Yeah. Now it looks like in the the screen or the uh, thumbnail that I have that she's surprised by something. I don't know what she's surprised <laughs> ah, by. She's surprised you're staring at her. That's what it is. <laughs> now according right. to according to uh, dabsfitness.com, mm-hmm. uh, the oh, hip thrust favorite. is more effective for specific glute activation All than right. a squat. All right. So that's yeah, why I, I think some people, uh, some of the ladies and uh, some of the guys with sweet backyards I had do an, this I, exercise instead. I had an inkling that it was about getting your uh, your buttocks in shape. That's oh, what I thought. I, well, come on. Everybody wants a badonkadonk. <laughs> Everybody wants their backyard. I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm no? not. I'm okay. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, but I you, wouldn't. Like to, you, know, you know, you like, a, you like to that. see a nice backyard. 
Sure. Yeah, it's fine. I well, love my well backyard. tended to backyard. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So to answer your I question, it's perfectly, perfectly normal for her to be doing that. And I think perfectly normal for you to be fixated on it. At least notice it. Like, how do you not notice you it? Can't, I mean, it's the thing. You can't not notice. Everybody right. there is wearing, you know, shorts or workout. They're not wearing a parka and snow pants. No. no. And even if you're just walking by, you see somebody doing okay. something. Yeah. Is that wrong in our society to like to glance at someone who has clothing on at the gym that's so tight you feel like they had to like struggle to get into it? I don't. Th I think it'd be weird if you were staring, but I think if you just. <laughs> You know, a quick I, glance over, that's fine. Right. So yeah, you can't look, you look like you're blind. You look like you're doing a Stevie Wonder impression. I did that. Absolutely. Nobody wants to see you absolutely. have an epileptic seizure while absolutely. you're on the bench press. I love that. It does look like I'm starting to play like a pretty good moment in a Stevie Wonder song. <laughs> and just I'm I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, you gotta I wonder, gotta come back. wonder if that makes me more noticeable to the young lady. If they're like, Man, this guy's trying so hard not to stare at me. Look at what yeah, this that, moron's doing. That's even creepier than just yeah. taking a quick yeah. peek. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking at you, but I know that your hips are flying in the sky and I want to be in there. Yum, huh. yum, yum. Oh, that's, yeah. You that would be creepier. Singing that song while I did it. That would be wrong. That's why I have headphones. Yeah. Nice. It's just playing in my, it's just playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this has been good. Those are some of the topics I had. I don't know what you that got. Was, listen, I loved it. Um, okay, good. I, I love that you're afraid. Maybe, maybe go to the gym when your wife's not there. No, can, I can't do that. Uh, all right, then good. She keeps you from ogling all the old uh, the old ladies. Maybe the old <laughs> ladies, uh, well, you know, you they'd know love it. Of, they'd like, love it if you took a peek at them. You know what? You know what's funny about that? That's absolutely true. Um, I, I, and that makes me feel young. By the way, there was a a <laughs> very in shape woman who definitely was not in my age bracket, and I I glanced at her, and I immediately saw her smile and look back at like it was it was immediate the reaction of it. And I was, I didn't even totally do it entirely on purpose. It was a little bit of like a thing. Um, and I, I took a moment, this happened a couple weeks ago and I'm not sure if Betty's watching this. I deny this didn't happen. Um, That's what you it, said, it, Betty to the juice bar, wasn't it? <laughs> Let oh, me go yeah, get us a whip. Yeah, Orange planet whip. fitness has a juice bar. Yeah, absolutely. You've never been to that gym. I don't I've think. never been to a planet. Fitness. Okay. Yeah. They have nothing. Um, <laughs> it's they're the spirit airlines of, of <laughs> gyms. Okay. That's what they are. Um, but no, uh, she she was the first and probably only person that like seemed really genuinely happy that that a man made eye contact with her at the gym in the world we live in right now and seemed like she would have been totally fine if I just sat there staring at her, which I didn't do. Well, there is a huge difference between glancing and making eye contact mm -hmm. and like a creepy stare. I think if I yeah. think you get up to like two seconds of a glance and that's just, oh, OK, right. If you're sitting there going to. <laughs> and then if you start doing again, a hip thrust, even though you're on a different machine, <laughs> I, I think that, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Let's I think that this, thrusting. this, uh, one uh, woman that I saw that would have been totally fine with any variation of that. I think I could have just sat there staring at her. She may have been a single fun. lady on the prowl. Maybe yeah. keeping it tight for, you know, yeah. a young gym rat. Like I you. actually, I actually even saw this. Uh, this was not me. I was not involved in this situation. So uh, <laughs> Betty, this is fine. You can tune in again. I even saw a guy I was driving to work. Uh, this is in the summer. And I saw a guy do the double take, like where he looks back at a woman <laughs> and both people were seventies. Both of them were in their seventies. Oh, really? Yeah. Both of them. And she, the woman like looked back at him as he was doing it. And this, I'm all seeing it at like a stoplight. And then as I start to go, both of them seemed thrilled. Like the whole situation oh, yeah. seemed to be going great for all involved. 
And so I wonder what that exact age is where you can ogle again. Because you can't ogle for a long time. And then all of a sudden, anybody can ogle again, I guess. I think retirement age. And then if you're a widow or widower sure. and you're just okay. out there. and it's Well, that's what you hear about, like the villages in Florida and uh, retirement <laughs> communities. There's a lot get, of boots getting knocked. Yes, it gets and crazy. Yeah, I think I think that's a time because maybe it's because you're looking at it going, I don't have that much time and yeah, I'm I don't care anymore. Naked. Yeah. Well, and it's it's actually a, a courthouse that's downtown where I was. And so the woman was dressed to the nines to go to the courthouse oh, and the guy yeah. acknowledged her being dressed to the nines. Yeah. And I just was amused at all of it. <laughs> I like that. OK. Would you like to go out dancing some night to see? <laughs> where are you going? Hold yeah. on. I just heard Walter <laughs> Richard say the war is over. Let's go kick up our heels. I hope that's the way that they hit on each other. The war is over. The war is over. Man. Let me get you a lobster thermidor. We'll have a good time. Oh, man. I feel like I'm in an episode of like a Captain America TV show. This is wonderful. It's, oh, man. I wish. I wish yeah. it was. A, I wish Falcon and the Winter Soldier was coming back. Just as off topic uh, as we uh, can. You didn't like it? All right. I, it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Uh, I think some of them were worse of the Marvel TV shows, um, but I don't know. I, I'm kind of glad that it'll just be a movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, wait, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, nice. You know, we'll see. Yeah. We will yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, your name came up in conversation. I was having casual conversations. You told week. me. Yes, yes. You told me on my radio show, but so, you didn't tell me anything more. Right. Well, listen. I'm not going to give it away on your show. That people okay. aren't going to come here. Well, here you we know? are. Forty five. In. Well, we've talked. Listen, this has been an eventful forty-five minutes. I didn't ask. Yeah, no. You saying you waiting. guys are too funny tonight? See, we've—it's not like oh, we've been you. killing time. And I'm hoping, man, I'm going to save it with this uh, story about Craig's name coming up yeah. in conversation. By so, the way, I wish what Mike said was accurate. By the way, if at the end of like working out at the Planet Fitness, they just hosed you down outside, <laughs> that would be great. That would be the Spirit, Air Spirit Airlines to the T. Then, yeah, of the, just, yeah. Now, what's their slogan? It's the no, the no judgment, no judgment zone, our no judgment-free judgment zone, judgment-free zone. And yet, yeah. you were judging that woman's hips. <laughs> I hope nobody from your gym I, is listening. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope not. You judge them favorably, though. Right. Well, I, I Still, was see, judging. I think, yeah. I was judging the, necess the necessity of the activity sure, as much right. as the the hips themselves. Right. The hips didn't yeah. lie. No, they did not. Why would she curate your gym? Why is she working out of Peoria? That doesn't make any that sense. That would be awesome. <laughs> would Betty let you look if Shakira was working out? Yes, but actually for a totally different reason, I probably wouldn't. Um, uh, Betty loves Shakira, has been telling me for weeks about Shakira breaking up with some guy or some guy cheated on her. I don't know, something. So Shakira Betty doesn't probably, pay her taxes. Uh, that, that happened too. Uh, she's in trouble in Spain, right, for that? Mm -hmm. um, uh, but no, um, Shakira was ruined for me. Because my my sister got really into the music and would listen to it and like dance in our home in high school. And and I I would go to school and my friends would be like, man, you see that Shakira video? It's so awesome. And I'd be like, it's not. It's not awesome. And I'd prefer not to talk about it to anybody involved. If you think it's awesome, come watch my sister dance to it. <laughs> I would not have offered that to my friends in high school, but yeah, no, it's, oh, I, it's what, what kind of dance was your sister doing? A Lombada? She's doing the Shakira dance. Oh, my yeah, my sister. Your... Yeah, no, it's got ruined for me, man. That's unfortunate. I know. I, I hate that. I still think of it now. This is I do sad. too, but yeah. I enjoyed the story. All right. You're welcome. So what did Sandy, people say about you. me? Sandy, very happy that we are uh, working together. Hi, Sandy. Uh, yeah. So, our, so Saturday I went to a Christmas party, which I do not, I don't, you know me, I don't like social events. I don't like to go out. Um, I really don't. I, right. 
But this this one, Debbie and I actually look forward to every year. It's uh, Dave nice. Plyer, who still works at the place that we used to work, but I don't mm-hmm. hold that against him. He has this one. <laughs> I don't even know anybody at that place anymore. I know, like, nobody. Some people still know you. Okay. That's you interesting. Know? I mean, yeah. I know Plyer. That's a guy I right. know. Well, well, it was his party. Um, okay. And it's always a lovely party because Dave – uh, it's like for family and friends and uh, business associates, and it's catered. The food is always, uh, always top of the line, delicious, wow. you know, stuff. And the bar, first of all, Dave, Dave collects all sorts of TV memorabilia. Wow! So his house is just jam packed with crazy cool memorabilia stuff. stuff. Nice. And downstairs, where he has the bar, he also has a home theater. And uh, during the Christmas season, the movie posters are changed to Christmas movie posters. And then there's a cigarette machine that vends out. Remember those candy cigarettes we used to have when we were kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The whole cigarette machine is full of candy cigarettes. And he's got That's a big awesome. bowl of quarters on top. So you can get yourself some candy cigarettes. That's and awesome. then there's a juice, a jukebox and mm-hmm. all kinds. Of, but anyway, and the bar is always stocked. They have a couple of... Uh, Signature cocktails every year for the party, and then beer and soda, anything you could imagine. So it's a great time. Um, usually, like Roger's usually there, and Cody's been there. This year, they weren't going to be there. And mm-hmm. at the last minute, Debbie got sick. Oh. And she went, and I'm like, oh no. Uh, I was, de- she, because Molly goes, Molly was talking to her and I heard she must have asked Debbie if she was getting ready for the party. Debbie said, no, I'm not going. I don't feel good. And Molly must have said, is dad mad at you because you're not going? (laughs) And I'm like, wow, first of all, I am, I must be a tool. (laughs) But then thankfully Debbie went, no, he's just disappointed that I can't go because I'm not feeling good. And that was the truth. I wasn't mad at her. I just, I think, I think your daughter probably knows that you don't like going to stuff. Oh yeah. She knows. Right. It's painfully so obvious to everybody in the family. Right. Maybe that's where it came from. Uh, Could be. Mad. Yeah. And I and also I know how much Debbie likes this party. She ah, okay. she even though you know, she enjoys going. Mm-hmm. And um one of the reasons she enjoys going is Dean Richards Dean Richards is always there and his uh his friend George who plays Bozo is always there. And wow. George could not be sweet. George is the nicest guy on the planet. Dean is always very nice too. I don't. I'm not slighting <laughs> Dean. Uh, Dean is a certain level of nice, no, but George. We, I mean, George. Listen, George is very friendly, um, <laughs> in in the best possible way. And uh-huh. it's weird because there's a number of people who come to this party, who are, and they're being very nice. I will preface it by, but they all, right. all want to bring up the fact that I'm no longer at the other place. And how sad it is that I'm not at the other place and how they can't believe I'm not at the other place and how much they enjoyed me at the other place and they hope someday people get smart and bring me back to the other place. Okay. And I always go, and I used to, it used to bother me. Now I don't give a anymore because (laughs) they, they screwed up. Not me. I didn't do anything, you know, and I don't know why I'm not there. Nobody had the balls to tell me why I wasn't there anymore or to actually tell me they, they were like, Oh no, you're still part of the team. You'll be here. So, wow, that's as oh, much as I've a, ever said about that, really. Maybe you'll get a fill-in shift sometime in the near future, man. Maybe right after this. Nope. I heard uh, I heard somebody that, and I didn't realize, somebody in power has a problem with me. What? Th- that was my reaction, too. I'm like, wow. what? I was talking wow. to somebody about something else. And they said, no, that person likes you. But somebody, 
<laughs> and they told me who it was, has a problem. And I'm like, how can that be? And they're like, we don't wow. know. We don't know either. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay, hold on. I, I want to, I wanna, because you're eventually going to say how I came up and yes, all this. Yes, and that's yes. really what I care about. No, I'm kidding. I understand. That's why um, I'm making you wait. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I want you to check out. How do you react to the moment? Because I, I feel like I've had this in my career too at times. And it's not even just, although radio is a unique industry that where this probably happens a lot, but it's probably not just our industry where you haven't even thought of a person for a good amount of time. Yeah. And then it gets referenced that this person still thinks about, or maybe even talks about you. And, and I wonder how you react to it. Cause my reaction always like, what, like, why do they even have a feeling still, yeah. you know? Cause not that you ever really knew what could have been the problem in the first place, right? but the fact that it's been a while now, you would think that whatever that problem was would go away and it it's, doesn't seem uh, to. Yeah. I don't know. And it, it goes to the other part, seeing people, that you would really rather never see again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I like that part too. That's fine. The, you know, I yeah. let's just say there's a couple people I could do with sure. never seeing again. Sure. Uh, until my, wanna, now, Roger, I don't know what Roger's saying. Uh, mm -hmm. Roger, Roger gave me an eye roll and a smirky emoji saying he so polite. He did. Yeah. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I see him. That doesn't right. seem like a genuine so polite. That seems no, it like it's very sarcastic. Right. Uh, at which point I would say, I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I don't know. I I was looking forward to seeing you there, Roger. You're, normally you're there. But anyway, so there were there were people I got to see, uh, Karen Conti and her husband, Jerry, who yeah. uh, I used to work with. And uh, nice. Steph, who used to be our boss, was there with yes. her husband, Eric. She's a boss at another place She's now. She's a boss at another place. Uh, she's not the one who had the problem with me, by the by. Yeah, good. good. All right, we'll That's take good. that off the table. I don't think she has a problem with a lot of people. I feel like she's one of those people that has a problem with few people. Oh, all right. Yeah, right? I don't know. Yeah, Let's she's very friendly. Everybody seems to right. like Somebody right. said, oh, I saw uh, Violetta Padramedic, who is now on mm -hmm. the Mixed Morning Show, gotcha. and uh, Jeff and Tracy Hoover from WGN-TV. Nice. And Dean and George, and sure. uh, a lot of people. A lot of people that I hadn't seen. Ben, um, who is a was just a producer. Now it like handles all the con audio content for the old place. Um, That's not a guy I know. That's not even a name yep. I know anymore. And uh, you're going to say Ben Cortez, the old uh, engineer guy. No, but you're in the right ballpark. All right. One of the engineers uh -oh. that we used to work with. So <laughs> Ben says to me, I was, I, I got there. Now the party started at seven. What do you think is a good time to arrive at a party that starts at seven? I've been wrong about this because I like to show up a little bit after seven, but I'd say seven forty-five is a good time, especially if it's going to go for a while, right? This is a long party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it depends on who you are for me alone. Yeah. It's going to be a long party. All right. Then eight fifteen, even I think would be okay. I showed up at seven 30, which I thought was a good time. All right. Party party's been going. It was, it was pretty much, mm -hmm. it was well, uh, well underway when I arrived, but not mm -hmm. too late. You know, gotcha. I'm still, I pop in. There's still sure. people coming up after me, uh, All right. but at about at about ten thirty or eleven, I was getting ready to leave because mm -hmm. Debbie wasn't there. Now I was having a good time, uh, despite my best efforts. Right, uh, I was talking to people. I was having some cocktails. I had enjoyed some uh, brie and beef tenderloin meatballs. It was nice. great. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, the the food is always great. That sounds they, amazing. Yeah, they, I've they never been invited. Never hot been invited. Food, cold food. Well, listen. Thanks, David. Play your cards right. Uh, <laughs> that's not going to help you. That, no, that it's not. not no, right it's there. probably not. Nope. But it's always fun. And, oh, his daughter and her friend, man, a coat check. It's very professional. Oh, 
Oh, oh yeah. Wow. So they, they come in, they give you a little ticket, just like at a, you know, in a restaurant. So you have your, know where your coat is. Wow. And then you go on about your business. It's, yeah. it's lovely. That's but much nicer little- than the way, that's much nicer than the way I throw a party. That's yeah. My better. parties, it's, we pile all the coats on a bed. Right. Yeah. And then whoever came first has to pull their coat out from under the mountain of coats. Yeah. yeah good luck to you. There's, there's yeah. the coat room. Go in there, figure yeah, it out. Try to find it. And please yeah. don't spill the contents of everyone's pockets. <laughs> Find right. mints and keys and condoms uh-huh. on the floor the next morning. What the hell happened here? <laughs> wow. I don't know who's coming to my party with pocket full yeah. of, pockets full of condoms. I, honestly, I don't know. That's, that's it, something else. That's they the were party thinking, I don't invite you and Betty to. I know that's Yeah, that, they were thinking thing. of a very different kind of event. <laughs> so about 11 o'clock, I'm ready to go. You know, it's been three mm. and a half hours. I've mm. enjoyed myself. And Ben says, oh, hang on. Fergie's coming after he gets off work. I love Bob Ferguson. That guy's I great. Know. Yeah. I do too. And I hadn't seen Bob in a long time. So I was like, Oh, and it wasn't like they were twi- like anybody had to twist my arm because yeah, yeah. I'm like, Debbie's already in bed. I'm going to go mm-hmm. home and sit in the dark. Uh, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm going to stay. So Bob it's going to make came. people mad to say it. Um, Ferguson is by far the best engineer at that radio station. When I was there, ran the board for a bunch of things. I was, I was uh, part of, uh, Fergie's great. He actually even did music mixing when we had live bands in concert for things with his own equipment. Fergie's oh, incredible. Geez. Yeah, I know. I like Bob. He's uh, he's wild, and he's been at this party before, and we've uh, we've closed it down a few years. Nice. Uh, so I waited, and Bob came in, and you know, big hugs, and we're all talking, and then we're we're downstairs, and um, he was asking me about things I was doing, and uh, I was talking about Milwaukee, and I talked about how you helped me set up uh my stuff and had mm-hmm. told me about clean feed mm-hmm. and i talked to them and he's like oh that craig that craig i like that guy <laughs> he, he, he used to have yeah. his own is he still doing uh is he still doing um the studio stuff because he had a place that he was down here yep. that was a yeah, studio Fergie, he came inside yeah yeah and he was very complimentary he goes that uh, that guy's not afraid to sp- he spent the money he did the work he made a yes. thing that yeah. guy knows how to hustle he goes yes. you should That's hook up with him and i said well <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, I'm on his show every week and Mm -hmm. he's going to be filling in for Cody. And at one time we were talking about doing a show together. We were, Uh, we were, I don't know what happened to that. We've we've buried that deep inside, deep in here. Only one person has buried it. But anyway, (laughs) that's so everything buried it. How dare Cody do that? Only everything that was said about you was very positive. And I didn't do anything to dismiss, uh, you know, his wild alcohol fueled thoughts about you. I, he was, and I said, no, wow. oh, Craig's doing, Craig's doing afternoons now in Peoria. And he's, uh, yeah. he's, he fills in for Chad Benson and he fills in an indie and he does all yeah. this stuff. And, yeah. um, and, uh, he's got a whole, I talked about your setup in your basement and all nice. of that. Yeah, yeah. I give you a, thank oh you, man, sir. you're very, well, thank you, sir. That's very so, nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad you got to bump into Bob Ferguson. That guy's a great guy. Yes. Because then Patty came in. She had a whole lot of different stuff to say. About it. No, that's not true. I plead the fifth. I, I have nothing to say. I, I don't care. I have nothing to say. I know. I, that was just a joke just for uh, – That was just an inside us. baseball joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and whoever, uh, else, whoever else might Whoever know. else could get it. <laughs> Somebody might know. get it. Yeah. So – I'm good. The party – now it's getting later and later, and I'm about to go. And I'm in the basement with Fergie, and all of a sudden, a guy – a guest falls down the stairs and <laughs> smacks his head on the granite floor. Oh no. Yes. And I had just been talking to a young woman who's studying nursing. 
Um, and Bob and I were asking her questions and she was talking about how she was in critical care and blah, blah, blah. Thank God. Cause this guy was out. And so we're only about eight feet from him when he falls. She's man, she's on it. She jumps into action and she's trying, she's trying to wake this guy up. And then Uh another woman kneels down who it turns out is a cop and, uh, another woman jumped in and they're so they're, they're working on this guy. And I'm like, Somebody's got to call nine one one, and I pull out my phone, and another guy already had his out, and he was dying. He goes, I- "I've got it." I said, "Okay, you good?" Well, I look up, and except for Bob, the basement is now empty. I don't know where everybody went. <laughs> they ran. I, yeah, I, I guess they were yeah. like, "Oh, somebody's injured." It's like, uh, it's it's like in the uh, a Christmas story where a kid gets where Flick sticks his tongue to the pole, sure. and everybody else just leaves yes. him there. They take and off. Then, yes. Yeah, they all. Yes. Everybody took off out of the basement. And Fergie and I are kind of just standing there watching and watching these women work on this guy. Uh, and finally the paramedics came. I don't know. It seemed to take a while for the paramedics to show. Wow. Up. This wow. is a, this is CFD. Okay? Too. Is, the, is the guy okay? I, I believe so. Okay. You know, I didn't, I, I, I had seen him at the party. I didn't know exactly who he was. He was yeah. bleeding a little Roger. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, wow. I, I'm guessing he's okay. You know, yeah. Dave hasn't put out uh, some missive that the party will never be held again because there was a okay. fatality. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the you guy know, was, but man. You know, that, that's interesting, too, actually, because um, not that it's the same thing. Uh, when I was a little kid, I broke my arm and everybody ran away from me. But we were all children. For adults to still behave like kids is good to know. It's good to know that most people just ran upstairs yeah. at the sign of violence. But I will say the two women who were heavily trained in this mm-hmm. were Crushed on it. it. In a second. That's awesome. And I'm thinking, man, this guy's lucky that th- these women were here. Yes. Yeah. Because And that they had their S together and that they, you know, because, you know, who knows? Earlier in the night, they might have been all uh, all hammered. Right. But right. No, well, they were not. Honestly, everybody going to nursing school isn't going to become a nurse. They're probably not all great at it. So I'm glad we got a good this, student. And, and this woman, she was she's graduating in just a couple of weeks. So she's almost nice. done. And nice. she's been working in critical care. And wow. I'm like, oh, well, this is pretty critical. And uh, <laughs> every part of this is important. Well, and yeah. she's, she's given the cognitive test to this guy. Wow. So that when the paramedics come, she's able to rattle off, you know, I give wow. him this cognitive test and blah, blah, blah. And he's got a contusion here and this and that. Wow. And I'm like, wow. Medical talk. It's like I'm on ER. This is great. <laughs> so then, oh, so man. Bob's freaked out. And that, that was it. That was the end. Uh, it was like, all right, I got to go. I'm, I got to, I got to yeah. get out of here. I got to speed yeah. down. Cause right. I didn't get home till after two. Wow, Noonan. That's a late night for a Brian late Noonan, I feel night. like. That yeah. is. I've only done that one because normally when Debbie's at the party with me, and you know this having your bride there at places, oh, you, yeah. stay, you stay a nice amount of time and then you go. Yes. There were other people who left quick because they a lot of people like to tell you how many parties they have to go to in a night. <laughs> there were there were at least four or five couples that I was talking to that we got to go. We've got like three other. We got parties. we got four more parties yeah. today. I'm like, well, oh. <laughs> you know where I have to go? Downstairs for another old fashioned. So you're popular, and I'm drinking. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, I would just go with them if they were like, "We got to go to another party." All right, cool. Let's go. We're all going together. Oh, yeah. I'm Can going. I come? That'd be yeah. great. I, I just only get in the back one. of their car. Don't even ask. Just follow them out and get in the car. Uh, sit there, Brian. What are you doing? <laughs> I only had one party to go to, and I'm raring to go. <laughs> I'm excited that there's another this party is tonight. Fun. Yeah, this who, is great. Who, who are the people that are throwing this party? Yeah, I didn't know we I were party hopping. Yeah, no, Rogers, that's not who I'm talking about. Right, 
Stephanie did have to go to a lot Roger's of Roger's trying to out people. Yeah, Roger, <laughs> you weren't there. Don't cause trouble. Don't come in here stirring the pot, dropping names. Nobody needs to Nobody needs Was that to one guy that. bleeding? And was it Stephanie that was saying she had other parties to go to? No. Oh, yeah, that's Stephanie. No, there were Stephanie was one person who said she had more parties to go to, but there yeah. she was not. She was by far not the only one. A lot of people, a lot of people are very popular. I they got to stop throwing the parties on the same day, man. You got to you got to have different party days. I will say this for Plyer: he sends out his save the date early. Mm-hmm. So I don't you know, know. I've never you, gotten it. Never well, been invited. Listen, yeah, I have no idea. All I'm saying is you lock that. You lock that in early. Gotcha. It's nice. Good to know. So yeah. yeah. So that was the big I thing. And that's how you're. So people still remember you from back in the day. Yeah. One guy. Yes. That's well, there weren't too many. There were, I'm sure Stephanie remembers you, but we didn't, sure. we weren't talking old school radio with. Uh, yeah. With that Stephanie. didn't need to come up. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I've actually, I've, I've talked to a couple of people that I guess I, I still kind of know there and they say names and I don't know any of the names anymore. It's, yeah. it's amazing how quickly people turn over uh, in radio for one reason or another, like not even just the people you hear on the station for whoever's a fan of right. any of those stations like a lot of people behind the scenes change a, yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was nice to see the people that I saw. I, I Dave Schwan was there who I, I always love yeah. talking to sure. uh, Bill Leff and his wife, Terry were there. Bill so. Leff knows who I am. That's good. Yes. Yeah. So there's, there's people who would still know who you are, there but you uh, we all, there, we all agreed that there have been a lot of changes. At yeah. The, uh, the old place. Yeah. There are to the point where people aren't even coming in to do their shows. What are you talking about? Well, a lot of remotes. Let's just say that. <laughs> a lot of remote broadcasting. That's a big change. But I, that's in that's the industry as a whole. Roger, you want to name there. anybody who's uh, staying home to do their shows? You want to drop those names in the chat <laughs> right now for everybody? Roger, Roger, wanna... who else you want to break bad against? Who's the person yeah, you liked least when you were working at WGN, Roger? Hurry, who's Roger. Bus is like? coming. Get ready to yeah. throw somebody under yeah. it. Quickly. Yeah. Even break if it's Noonan. Let's make it Noonan. Go ahead. Yeah, why Go not? nuts. Listen. <laughs> Go ahead, make it me. Uh, quickly, <laughs> I uh, I went to the theater oh, the other yeah. night. Yes, it's always uh, it's always exciting when Broadway in Chicago invites me to a performance. We used to go. Cody used to go as well when he lived in the city. Now that he's got a newborn and a toddler, he mm-hmm. doesn't get to go out much anymore unless it's some gotcha. weird Dungeons and Dragons cosplay extravaganza that he wants to go to. Can you uh, can you put on a bow tie for the rest of this review? No, but I'll. Okay. I'll spruce up the collar. I'll pop the collar a little bit. Yes, it's time for Bowtie Theater Review. This is Dear Evan Hansen. Have you heard of this play, Craig? No. Are you a theater lover at all? At all, um, uh, yes. Um, But not not currently aware of a lot of the things that are happening. What was the last play that that you enjoyed? The last play that I went to was not one that I enjoyed. That was Mamma Mia. Uh, The last play that I enjoyed was probably Wicked, but that's it's been a while. Okay. One, I agree with you 300% on Mama Oh, wait. Actually, I lied. I, I was at Hamilton. Okay. I went to go see Hamilton with Ooh. Andrea Darlis. How'd you like that? I loved that. Wayne I Brady was in it. it. Yes. That yeah. was very good. You went with Andrea Darlis. Yes. We, we did it for that station. We both went. Very and she nice. Did like, she did like some interviews, and I just sit, I sat there. I recorded it, and then I brought it back to the station and edited it. That's what I did. Well, you got to see the show. The whole thing. Was That's great. great. Mamma Mia sucks. Yeah, it does. It's bad. You. It's not we, a good. It's no, bad. We, we saw it in Vegas, and I only mm-hmm. went because Debbie wanted to see it, and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, a good and faithful husband. And right. uh, I wanted to sue everybody <laughs> for stealing 90 minutes of my life. Uh-huh. Here we go again. The best yeah, was- part of it was at the end when they just sang some ABBA songs. Because mm-hmm. the rest of it was like, this is the most ludicrous. This is dumb. Yeah. 
Yes, it was dumb. Right. Dumb. And like, I wanted to, they, I came home one night and Molly and Debbie were watching it on TV and I wanted to kick in the screen like Elvis. Oh, the it movie's terrible. The movie yes. is as bad, if not worse, than the thing you see in the theater. And they've watched the sequel too. I'm like, that's what not is right. with you people? Why is there even a sequel to that? What could I they need know. to explore still? Why do we need to know about some slut who is banging every guy who doesn't know who the father <laughs> is? Really? You know, this poor kid doesn't know who her father oh. is because her mom, you know, right. was a human trampoline. I don't I've need seen, to, I don't need to get involved with that. This is not Dear Evan Hansen, by the way. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I'm no, going to restart no, that review in a moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Maury. I don't need to see it as like a play with ABBA songs. Right. And they yeah. just cram the, you know, ABBA's fine. But you you can't just try to create <laughs> narrative out of one song. You got to, <laughs> like, you have to have a story and then put songs in it. Sure. sure. It'd be yeah. like if Leonard Skinner did a Freebird musical. <laughs> And it was oh, all about some crazy that. bird watcher. I Who would is... go to that. That sounds <laughs> sweet. That all sounds right. totally different. We'll start working on the book for that yeah. one. If the whole plan at the end was somehow to free the bird. Oh man, I'm so in. <laughs> and then there's uh there's cats, which Cody and I disagree on vehemently because he loves cats. He thinks cats is just the greatest thing to ever hit the stage. And um, I want to drown everybody in that production in a barrel of kitty litter. I've never seen it. I would say that back when it was like the thing to do in New York, it sounds like it probably would have been cool. Um, but it's since been over everything. And yeah. especially that movie. Did you see any part of that movie? No. That oh my God. That was no. a bad movie. That Did was you see so the butthole terrible. version or the non butthole version. I didn't get a butthole. I didn't All notice right. any buttholes. So you saw the cleaned up version. I get where I was doing this again the whole time. Yeah. I can't look. Betty's watching. What if I look yeah. at an animatronic yeah. cat butthole? Yeah. This yeah. is not going to go well. If Taylor me. Swift is up there with a butthole, I got to look away. I got to um, get very confused. The Swifties. I'm a you, bit of a Swifty. I'll are you a bit it. of a Swifty? Yeah. I don't, I'm not anti Swifty. Right. I'm, you know, uh, if something of hers comes on, I, I yeah, it's fine. It's pretty good. Right. There's some catchy stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm I know. Not, I, don't, uh, I don't own the CDs. I don't have them, or I don't download the whatever it is now. But I, I, I do like it when I hear it. Usually, I have a daughter that handles that for me. I don't need to. I don't need to Plus muddy I, up my Spotify. I find Taylor Swift quite attractive. So there's there's that aspect too. She has a uh, a swan like gangliness to her. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> compliment at all. Yeah, I, I, I would. That, I would be attracted I, to gangliness. To, well, she's very tall. She is and yeah. a little gangly. A little gangly, a yeah, little bit. But, yeah, she's not. No, she's not. She's did not you a, see her in the Victoria's Secret fashion show, though? She she no. blended in. What? Hello. No, I did not. She she performed at that before they like stopped doing that. You got to do a, a bow tie review. We've gotten very off track. Yeah, I just want to say I know she was drunk in New Orleans this weekend. <laughs> I didn't know to, that. According to all the news sources. All right, let me look that up while you do your thing. Yeah, all right. So, all right. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen is back. I was fortunate enough to see it in 1999. Then it was supposed to come back earlier, but COVID hit, as you know. Mm -hmm. And so Dear Evan Hansen is back in Chicago at the Nederlander Theater on Randolph Street until December 31st. If you don't know the story, it's basically about a teenage boy, Evan Hansen. And mm -hmm. he takes credit for being the best friend of another high school student who kills himself. Whoa. And it's, if you are a parent... Or if you know anybody who suffers from anxiety or depression, this is a very rough production. The songs are the songs are great. The cast is great. The subject matter mm -hmm. at times can be very funny, but then very heavy. Sure. And 
the first that, and it all, a lot of it also delves into social media and people wanting to belong in online communities, even though they have absolutely zero connection to what actually happened. And so suddenly Evan has to enlist a friend who may wow. or may not really be a friend to help falsify some things. And a girl wow. who is also feeling very isolated and lonely gloms on and they create this Trevor or a Connor project for to pay homage to this kid. And it's all about how people don't deserve to feel alone and wow. forgotten and no one should be forgotten. And that's, and the first act ends with uh, the, the signature song of the show. You will be found. Um, the second act then has to reconcile all the stuff that happened in the first act. And it ends on a hopeful note. That's, I won't spoil okay. anything, but Good. it does end. It, it, you know, you don't walk out of the theater going, Oh my God, I, I'm, right. I'm going to walk in front of a bus. No, yeah. it's, it, it, but it's phenomenal. And uh, Anthony Norman is on this national tour is playing Evan Hansen. And it wasn't until about midway through the second act. I was like, this guy looks like Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He bears okay. a, a little bit of a resemblance to Spider-Man, which right. is which is neither good nor bad, depending on how you feel about Spider-Man. Sure, sure. He embodies this part perfectly. He, wow. The you can you almost feel like the anxiety that he is portraying is really him. Wow. His physicality when he's in some of the scenes is heartbreaking, and it's just, and he's from he's from Chicago, so. That would that was nice. Uh, it's a very small cast, only eight people in the cast, and they all do a wonderful job. There, uh, there's Evan and his mom, two friends. There's Connor, the boy who kills himself, his sister, and his parents. And it is, um, it's joyful at times. Like I said, it's really painful at other times. Um, you can see the pain in the kids. And if you've been a teenager who felt that way, it's going to really affect you. Wow. If you're a parent of a teenager, you see the angst that the parents are going through, and it's portrayed wonderfully by everybody in the cast. Um, you're gonna you're gonna feel that way too, and it is definitely worth it. This this was a production that has been going on for a long time. Ben Platt uh, originated the part on Broadway. This is a new national tour, and it is it is just wonderful. So if you have a chance, I would urge you to go uh, to broadwayinchicago.com and get yourself some tickets. Uh, it's only here until New Year's Eve. So if you get a chance, go see it. Dear Evan Hansen at the uh, Nederlander Theater on Randolph, broadwayinchicago.com for your tickets. It is uh, it's really good. Debbie, Debbie, when I got the invitation, I said to Debbie, do you want to go see it again? She was like, I don't know. It was, it was kind of heavy. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. So I took Molly and Molly had, Molly had heard about it and she loved it. She was like, Oh my God. And she was like, did you cry? And I said, well, I cried the first time I saw it a couple of times. Uh -huh. um, this time I did get choked up a little bit at probably the same times that I cried gotcha. the first time. Is and, it during uh, the, the song you will be found since you name dropped no, that one? 
No, okay. that's just I name dropped that one because that's just that's like the hashtag for the show. Oh, don't play that because we're gonna no, we're gonna get the, we're gonna get bounced off. No, okay, I don't know. No, we can't. This is not radio. There's a, little, there's a, there's a tiny tease. Tiny tease. Bounce us off. But she no. There's there's some other songs. She told me there's a song that Evan's mom does near the end, and yeah. Molly said um, that's the one she cried at. Gotcha. Uh, so big, so small, and so that one got Molly. And wow. just the end, it, the whole thing is, the whole thing's terrific. I'm so glad I got to see it again. Mm -hmm. So, but all right. So that gets out of five bow ties, bam, all the bow ties, wow. all five. Go five. see Dear Evan Hansen. Wow. Go to broadwayinchicago.com. Get your tickets. Yes. And they're all so, properly tied. They're not, none of them are like, uh, you no, know, there's no, at all. there's no rat okay. pack hanging bow tie. Right. There's these no are, disheveled bow ties. Okay. Pop, perfect. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh, by the way, actually, I, I have seen a, a Broadway show more recently, and it was just in Chicago. I don't know if you saw it. What one? Uh, it's called Come From Away. I saw Come From Away. It was It great. just came through Peoria um, about a month ago, and I saw it at the Peoria Civic Center um, uh, Theater, and it's it was great. That was a great show. It was a great, and the fact that it was a true story. Right. It right. was amazing. And as you said, there's only a few characters, and they play multiple roles, and they do it very well, very well at least our show. Yeah. No, I yeah. think we probably saw the same national tour. Nice that you guys saw. It was did, how great. many bow ties did that one get? I think that might have gotten four bow ties. Okay, good. All right, good. good no, there have only been a couple that have not gotten at least three bow ties. Yeah, and yeah. I don't remember them offhand. Let me ask you this: since you were just at the theater, yes. Sir. At what age uh, should you stop bringing snacks into live theater? Into live theater? Yes, like it come from away. Would you have yeah. come in with lots of snacks? Like snacks that I hold on. I I, I need clarification. Are right. you talking about snacks that I would buy at the venue or things that I'm sneaking in from outside? It could be either one. Okay. Because sneaking in from outside, I would not do in the theater. All I right. Still, Let's say that you. All right. I still may do that at the movie theater occasionally. It still might happen. Oh, but you but won't do the, it at the live but at theater. At the theater? No, no, no. You the can't. Theater? You can't. Yeah, yeah. You can't sneak stuff in. That okay. feels inappropriate. But would you um, buy a lot in the lobby and then come in? I've never bought a lot of snacks in a lobby of anything. But I've never not done it because I thought it would be inappropriate to have the snacks in the vent. You know what I mean? Like I just, okay. I, but I probably would get like a popcorn and feel okay about it at a really? theater. I don't think I'm, yeah, I think that'd be okay. They serve it for a reason. It's on sale. It's there. Maybe a, a glass of wine. I've done that at some plays and stuff before, but um, yeah, no, I think I'm wine, still. A glass of wine or a lot of people bring in a glass of champagne mm -hmm. from that. That to me is fine. Right. Snacks, I, I think snacks are okay. Go ahead. I, oh boy, I am that. See, here's the thing. Yes, yeah. they sell them in the lobby. You know why? Because people are dopes, and everybody thinks they're going to see Top Gun, and uh, <laughs> they forget that in Top Gun, Tom Cruise can't hear you munching away. Yeah. Where uh, in, you know, in the theater, right? People are people can, they hear, can hear you. you. Well, I'm going to say a Brian Noonan uh, thing. I'm going to get a little peckish at some point, right? I'm going to need I'm going to need a little sustenance. Here's and, what I um, like to do. I like to yeah. eat before I go to the theater. And then as this might surprise uh -huh. people based on my size, I can make it two hours without eating. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all, sir. I can, I can go. Yeah. I, listen, I can go up to three, four hours without eating. <laughs> five, Perfect. six, even. Uh, no, I can't, I can't go that long without peeing. So I oh, hope for a, a nice yeah. long intermission, but right. uh, you know, the eating is fine. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think they should be selling those kind of things. Here's uh, why. Yeah, okay. Molly and I, we had, and I'm not saying this is a brag. I'm saying it is because sometimes, sometimes for all the moaning I do about stuff, mm -hmm. I forget how uh, 
fortunate I am with certain things and All right. being, being invited to Broadway and Chicago stuff. Very fortunate. That's fortunate. Um, and Molly told Debbie the next day, she goes, I couldn't believe our seats. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. Third row. Anyway. Wow. Look at you. I know. Um, and I don't trust me. I don't take it for granted. I don't. It's amazing. It is now making you slap popcorns out of people's hands, though. Well, almost. <laughs> so we're uh, off the aisle. I'm Molly's the third seat. I'm the fourth seat. Mm-hmm. The fifth and sixth seat. Um, yeah. Right before the light goes out, these two very attractive women in maybe their late twenties, early thirties come in. Mm-hmm. Sure, they may have had something to drink prior to the performance. They might have. But they brought in champagne, so that was fine. And they sit down, and that's fine. Then they start unpacking their purses. And I wish I were exaggerating. They took out Skittles, peanut (laughs) M&Ms, pretzels, Mm -hmm. and some other sort of candy. Mm -hmm. Sure. And during the performance, uh, they spilled the Skittles. Yep. They dropped the pretzels. Well, they were chomping on the peanut M&Ms. And then That's the one be. right next to me was also texting. <laughs> and again, now we're, we're in, yeah. the, the cast can see us. I've been on stage. You right. can see the third row. All right. And I'm, I'm trying not to let it bother me because I'm engulfed in the performance. Had it been a weaker show, I would have been losing my mind. But thankfully, yeah. what was on stage was holding my attention. I got to be honest. I know why this happened and it has nothing to do with uh, being comfortable with snacks in theaters. That's not the issue. Cause what you described is extreme. That's not the way I would snack in a theater. I would be very quiet about it. I'd be very timid about it. Okay. I probably wouldn't enjoy snacking a whole lot, especially at like the, the low moments in a play or a musical. You got to You got to button up. You can't snack hard. You got to wait for the big crashing number to, to get a lot of the food. There I think go. in your face um, or intermission, maybe, maybe intermission. Uh, but I, I think what happened here is is a thing that I used to talk about before with one of my uh, former producers on my show. It's the hot person thing where they never get told stuff as adults the way that not hot people get told stuff. So they just didn't get corrected and they just keep living life with these little mistakes that they make because as a hot person, you you get more passes in life, I think. And I'm not trying Maybe. to be mean. I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. No, I, I think. Okay. Tina Fey has that episode of 30 Rock all about the, the good-looking person rules. I think this is some of them. Spilling a Skittles halfway through a show sounds like something that either somebody does and knows that they're embarrassed or they're a hot person and doesn't know they should be. And then they make big announcements. Turn your phones off. <laughs> and you're texting. Yeah, I, I know when you're important. a hot person. They don't and, listen. They you know, don't. Yeah, she can do what she wants. The rules don't apply to her. No, when they, they intermission should. came and the lights right. came up, it looked like I was sitting next to a toddler. There was there was food all Hold over on. the floor. Hold on. I'm not saying that, that people shouldn't correct them. I think we should correct the hot people so they know to not do the hot people rule things. But you know that there's some guy in her life that doesn't do this at all, that just right. tolerates these things and just ignores them. And she's not going to listen to the cranky old man no, sitting next to her. doesn't place. care about that guy. Right. Put away no. your food. Nope. Should, at mm-hmm. one point, I wanted to just put my hand over and go, give me some M&Ms. But, <laughs> but I did not. Yeah. That would been great. So she, yeah, and this is just, it's, you know, and then somebody behind us was, uh, I don't know what they were unwrapping. I don't know if mm. it was a rotisserie chicken. I don't know if it was a shrink wrapped ham. Maybe but they did some Christmas gifts halfway through the show. Maybe there was a yeah. lot of unwrapping. And I'm like, <laughs> when did we become a society that can't sit for two and a half, two hours? Wait, There's an intermission. 
Hold on though, man. I I'm gotta like. When did you become this guy a little bit too? Though you you have a very high standard now at the theater. The, I've always the had theater. that. At the I said to All me, right. live theater is different than the movies. Mm -hmm. I'll eat I popcorn at the movies. I love it. Right. I, I, you know, I might have but an Eminem at the once, movies. Once you started doing the bow tie movie reviews. No, no, no. Third, this was before. No, this was okay. prior. This You're was, talking anytime. about nosebleed Noonan cared about the popcorn? Yes. Anytime okay. I was, because I've done live theater. I've oh, done okay. performances. Right. And, and right. I know. I take it back. So, no, the, I've always been amazed that they <laughs> sell treats at the live theater. <laughs> I don't know why. I, make I can't money. explain it. I know. Please, have you paid for uh, <laughs> the, the tickets? Tickets to these things are not cheap. Yeah, People are making money. There's they money. Are. Yeah, there's money. Money's being sure. made. That's sure. You know. No, it's, I, uh, I, I am applying. Skittles is not going to put them over the edge. I'm applying the nosebleed rules because I feel like once you're in the nosebleed section, which is where I typically am, that we we're allowed to do what we want. We're barely at the thing <laughs> at some of these stuff. Like where sure, I sure that's I like the groundlings. I'm wiping yeah. my greasy hands yeah. in somebody else's hair. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. I basically didn't go to the show with some of the seats <laughs> I'm in. So does it matter that I have a popcorn at that point? No. When we saw Hamilton, we were way up in the back. Mm -hmm. I my rule still applied, and wow. Debbie and Molly know my rule. So they okay. do not snack during the performances. I got gotcha. you. We are a family that pays attention to live theater. <laughs> we are you patrons said of the been on art. that stage before. Was that a humble brag or did you perform something there? No, not at that stage. I've just okay. been on stage. Oh, okay. And, no, that was not a humble thought, brag. Thought, it was I just like you were saying you were on that stage. You're like, I've been in Broadway in Chicago before. Oh my so. God. You think I'd be here <laughs> if I was doing Broadway in Chicago productions? <laughs> I didn't know, man. You I'm not so grateful. Yeah. No, I've been no, I have not. But I just I don't know why it seems more there's more at stake and people there's don't care. It, people don't care about anything anymore, but we really don't care about anything. I don't want to rant on society that much. It's probably not good for the old show, but there's a lot of things that people seem to just not care. Actually, this was another thing that happened at my gym that I was so fascinated about. There was a very attractive young lady just taking photos and videos and like doing the, the oh, no. fish faces and everything to herself in the camera the whole time didn't care that she was in public at a machine people trying to use it like she was she was doing her social media and i think that's a thing i think we're all locked in our own little worlds a little more now and so we we live a lot differently than say people did before uh, yeah i you don't have to agree i think no, that that's i do true. agree i yeah. do agree i think people can people do whatever they want they think like I said, like with the hot person rule, the rules don't apply to me. Right. And I'm going to be, you know, because every gym says, don't be taking pictures in here. Right. You know, Well, but I, I think there's almost a thing, depending on who you are and maybe how much you care about, say, social media or something, where like to some people, the real world is the online one and the fake world is the one like, because I saw the yeah. behind the scenes of her social media posts, which didn't seem to matter to her because that wasn't the real world. The only thing that was right. going to matter was what she put up on the Instagram. Uh, and so it's funny to watch someone do that live in front of you and a group of strangers and not give a crap about all yeah. the people seeing her there. Oh, well, Snacky next, who was sitting next to me, she was posing uh, right. before the show and right. during yeah. intermission. She See? had to get certain angles and her mm -hmm. friend was leaning back over the seat so she could get certain angles of her. It's almost, it's almost like real life is the thing that they're curating online and not the thing they're right. living. Well, the real life they're curating is the one they want to have. I'm right. betting Snacky went home, uh, <laughs> you know, had a glass of uh, Chablis and cried mm -hmm. with her cat. Wow. And I'm not trying to crap on just women, by the way. I hope any, no one hears it oh, that no, way. Oh, no, dude. There's, there's, there's a lot of dudes. A yeah. lot yeah. of dudes. Yeah. The prankster find, dude. 
What which dudes? The prank. Have you have you encountered a prankster dude? A guy who no. thinks he's going to be funny on social media, being like a prankster guy? No, thank God. They exist now. They'll like walk up and do stupid stuff. Um, I don't want to say exactly how I know about uh, one person in our our general area because it's it's uh, well uh, anyway. Uh, it's not because they pranked me, but there's a person who's very proud of their social media following, um, and they got like a few thousand. And all they do is like go into public and try to like trick people in sometimes really dumb ways. Like, and the only reason that I think anyone laughs it off is because you point to an active camera. Because what's interesting to me is in the, on those prankster videos, when you eventually tell the person you're pranking them, you immediately let them know that they're being filmed, you know? Right. So it's not like they're going to go crazy on you in that moment. They're going to look and be like, oh, oh he got me. He's yeah. crazy. So and then you better make sure that camera rolls till you get far away from me. Because <laughs> if you right. immediately turn it off, right. yeah, it's pummel time. But that's that's another thing uh, that I've been seeing more and more of uh, is like younger people that want to go viral. And if you're a young man, one of the best ways to do it is to be like a jerk in public, kind of. I I uh, give Billy Eichner all the blame for that. That's true. He's, he's one of the problems. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I now you don't have to have a reaction. That's okay. No, I do have a re I, the reaction. Is I, that's why I haven't been. I've been on looking at stuff. Yeah. And I'll post stuff for the show. Like I'll post uh, about. Dear Evan Hansen, that that I enjoyed it, and a couple pictures of that. But there's a point where, I, and it just happened to me within the last few weeks, where I go, "This isn't really that important." It's no. there's nothing. No. I'll, I'll scroll through it. I'll read. You know, I'll yeah. I'll go on Twitter just to see who's yelling at Elon that day, or uh, well, you know what's going on. Or and we don't have to dive too much into that. But I I will say this because I've been saying it a lot, and I'd love your your reaction to it, uh, truth or not. And I think we've even talked about it on the on the radio show. Um, I don't know why we can't go back to the old school rules of the internet where none of it mattered. You know what I mean? Right. Like, why couldn't we all as a society take the step back? Who cares if somebody's making stuff up or lying or, or this or like, who, who cares? We need to stop getting all of our information from the 10 social media accounts we follow on our platform of choice and like go live a different place to learn things. Maybe someone go to the library. Not that I've been in a while, but someone <laughs> go there and not keep, you know, complaining about accuracy on things that used to not matter. We were a better society when we, we did not care about social media platforms. But we have become a lazy society, and it's easy to get my facts from 40 characters or 120 <laughs> characters, whether it's real or not, because yeah. those 120 characters are going to reinforce what I already think, whether it's true sure. or not. And yeah. I don't have to do any of my own. And then the people go, well, I did my research. Did you? What'd you look up? Three articles that were written by guys that agree with me 100%. All right. Well, yeah, even if you, not really research. Even if you do that on, on like not even social media, but if you go to Google and if your question yeah. is too specific, you're definitely going to get the answer you're looking for. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. If you want, listen, if you want somebody to back you up, just go to the internet. There's a lot of people <laughs> to back you up. And it doesn't matter. Right. I'm sure right, right now, if we go to Reddit, there's a subreddit on people who hate people eating snacks at live theater. All right. I'm going to look that up for you. <laughs> uh, but no. But there'll uh, be snapping. somebody who backs me up, you know. I'm sure there will be. No, oh, yeah. but it's it's and just I, interesting. I, but I don't want to know who they are because I don't know if I want to be associated with them. <laughs> I want to think uh, that I have a more highbrow there, attitude. There's a bunch of questions, a bunch of things out there on the social media, out there on the Reddit. Uh, please tell me the selling of loud snacks by theaters isn't the norm. Is one of the questions. Discussion Ooh. is what that's called. See. Yeah, and then they told a story about how, and that's on some Broadway Reddit. Uh, yeah, it's the, just Broadway. See? 
So someone's very upset That's about it. that. Somebody mm-hmm. is upset and it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I is didn't write about a key snacking part of the fridge? movie theater experience for you. That's from seven years ago. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's the movie theater, though. Movie theater is different because they can't hear you. Mm-hmm. I've said that before. <laughs> All right, listen. Time right. is uh, time is the tyrant. We must yeah. once again congratulate Cody and his uh, lovely bride for the birth of their daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I must thank you for being here tonight. This sure. is, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, the penultimate episode of the season because next – here's – oh, this is very important, and I'll post about it this week. Next week, if you want to watch us do this – we're, we're doing it on Sunday rather than Monday. Why? Well, we'll explain that next week when you come nice. and join us. Nice. And then, so we're going to record the Facebook part on Sunday. I'll let you know the time once Craig and I decide on it. And then we'll release the podcast as usual. But uh, yeah, so a little, a little change. I got to tell you, I had a good time tonight. Me too. It's been good. fun. It yeah. has been fun. Yeah, I quit, uh, by the way. So. Already? <laughs> oh, I man. took the whole show this time, man. Yeah, I, I know. quit till the end. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. Well, you can all hear right. Craig every, every every afternoon except this week because he's on vacation. But oh, uh, every afternoon from three to six on WMBD, go to WMBD.com. and then we'll have some plugs for you next week. Yes, big yes, plugs the, where people can hear you and yeah. all kinds of stuff. I'm going to be on a lot of radio, um, yes. not next week, but the week after. So, all right. so we will talk about it then. Cool. Uh, anything else you want to leave us with? No, I'm good. All right. All right. Good. Thanks for uh, watching. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends, follow all that other blah, 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 blah. Uh, Have a great week. We will talk to you next week. I quit. All right.